I want to talk to you this morning on a different subject. This is how I decided to try to get your attention. I want to speak to the kids, but I want to speak to kids 90 and below, okay? 90 and below. But I want to talk about bringing up mom and dad. Children, young people, teenagers, college students, even young adults toward their parents. I want to talk about bringing up mom and dad. You say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Turn with me to Exodus chapter 20, and I'll show you. Exodus 20. This is the time where God gave the Israelites the commandments, what we call the Ten Commandments. This one in verse 12 talks about relationships and the family. The Scripture commands, this is God's command to children, honor your father and your mother Let's say that all the kids in this room, ready? Honor your father and your mother. Come on, all the kids. Honor your father and your mother. One more time. Listen to the promise that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord, your God, is giving you. Now I'd like for you to turn all the way to Ephesians chapter six in the New Testament. By the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul wrote these words. They are also given the power of inspiration. It is chapter 6, Ephesians, verse 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Young person, whether you're in this sanctuary or online, God says it is right, it is required, it has a reason, there's a purpose for children obeying parents. Amen. There's a reason for children to obey parents. I couldn't have a better example than that. Can I? One time my wife and I, we used to sing a lot and we sing at our home church. It was a long church, and Quint was about five years old, him and his buddy in the nursery, you know, they were great friends. And uh, we, we had to get up and sing. We were doing a trio, I think, with a pastor and all that. Anyway, we didn't have anyone at that time to take care of Quint. We just set him on the front seat. And during our song, him and his buddy was about 80 feet back, and he saw him, and all the way while we're singing, he looked across the crowd, and his, his buddy's name was Brian, wasn't it? Brian. And he goes, hey, Brian, look at me. <laughs> Where's Quint? Uh-oh. Um, he, uh, when he started doing that several times, so when the song ended, I picked him up. And um, he saw the look on my face. And all the way down the side aisle, while I went to administer some correction, he went, no, Daddy, no, please, Daddy, no, Daddy, no, and took him out. Children, obey your parents. <laughs> In the Lord, for this is right. Verse two, honor your father and mother. Here's that verse, which is the first commandment with promise. Verse three, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Wow, what some powerful words. We hear much about the responsibility of parents to children, but we hear very little sometimes about the responsibility of children toward the parent. 
And I want you to know as children, the older you get, the greater responsibilities you're going to have and you're required. I think manners are always in style. I think courtesy is always in vogue. Our bookshelves contain volumes that have to do with raising children. But have you ever seen a book dealing with the idea of children bringing up their parents? You say, Pastor, you've lost it. Well, just follow me. I want to say to be sure, parents have responsibilities to children. We, we negate none of that. But I want to declare to you, according to Scripture, children also have an obligation and many responsibilities toward their parents. And I think it's time we renew that and understand that it should be taught. I want to look a few moments at implications of this commandment, honor your father and mother. I want to look at implications. Paul's instruction in Ephesians by the Holy Spirit, children, obey your parents. I only have, I think, four points. Listen to them. Here they are. Number one, this commandment, honor your father and mother, implies respect. The Hebrew word there, in the Greek word, depending on where you are, means to honor. It means to value. It means to treasure. Young people, you are commanded and instructed to honor your parents. I wonder how our homes and our schools and even our churches fare in this important issue about teaching our children to honor parents and let me say grandparents. And let me say authority, teachers, policemen, first responders, the military. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to teach again this generation that they should honor those who have authority over them. Boy, I could meddle here all day, really. Listen to these words. Quote, children now love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. Children are now tyrants, not the servants of their households. They contradict their parents, chatter before a company, gobble up dainties at the table, tyrannize their teachers, end quote. Listen to this. Oddly enough, those words were written by an ancient philosopher by the name of Socrates. He was born 469 and died 399 B.C. Satan has always tried to bring rebellion into the young heart. This word says honor. This is not a suggestion, it's a commandment. There are reasons why. Number one, young people, you should honor your mom and dad and raise them right in a right atmosphere because of your parents' sacrifice to you. Kids, young people, even, even college students, let me declare to you something. You may not understand this in its fullness, but your mom, sir and madam, your mom went to great sacrifice to carry you in her womb for the total of nine months. 
When you were conceived there, you actually started controlling the entire life of your mom. And there is no turning back in that. Mom couldn't decide, you know what, I'm tired of that. Of course, in today's time, our sewers are running red with the blood of our unborn children, which is going to bring the judgment of God if it's not already here. But I'm telling you, young people, you cannot imagine what your mom went through while she's carrying you. And she went to great physical pain to give you birth. And let me say also, mom and dad have worked very hard, very hard to provide for you. Since the day you were born, they fed you. They have provided a house for you to live in. They have provided a car that you might be transported back and forth. They gave you a bed to sleep in. They have clothed your body for years. They have provided you toys and, yes, computers. <laughs> they have provided lunch money all your life, birthday candles, birthday cakes. They've attended sports events. They have gone out of their way for all these years just for you, and God says to you, you should love them for it and thank them for it. God says, honor those who are your parents. Amen. Amen. Honor, secondly, honor them because of their experience. I understand that there's always exception to the rules and some people live for 30, 40 years and learn very little. Hopefully I'm speaking to parents because you love God and know God that your experience not only is in the world but it's also spiritual. Young people, let me tell you something. Your parents have gained experience and they have great wisdom that you have yet to even comprehend. Let me put it real simple. You don't know one-tenth of what your parents know yet. You don't have any idea how much more your parents know than you know. Well, why would you say that? Because it's true. If, if you're sitting here today and you're 5, 6, 8, 9, 12, you know what? How, how do, you, do you know how to balance a bank book? You know, do you know how to change diapers yet? And, and listen, I think our young girls, I, I think, you know what, I, I tell you, sad, we, we've taught our girls the last several decades more how to paint and smear, and smear paint and powder more than they do to know how to burp and, and change baby diapers. I think we ought to train our children how to be domestic again. Yeah, I knew I'd get a hallelujah on that. Honor your parents because of their experience. They have gained experience and great wisdom in a school called the school of hard knocks. And when your parents require something, it's not because they're trying to be your enemy. It's the fact that they've been where you are. You may be 2, 10, 12, or 18, but they know more than you do, and their rules and regulations are there to try to keep you from making mistakes they made. And that's called love, and it's called discipline, and it's called rules. And you ought to thank God somebody loves you enough to say, do this or don't do that. Amen. Experience. The second of this command is this. This command implies responsibility. Responsibility, first of all, to love their parents. We read in Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, 
But the next verse, it said, children, obey your parents. This is the right in the Lord. Honor them. We went to the commandment. Verse four says something like this. Do, fathers, do not provoke your children. You know what that means? Dad, mom, you're a parent. It means that the children are to respect you, but you're also to respect your children. I want to tell you something. Some parents make that pretty difficult. Some parents make it difficult for their children to love them and respect them. Some kids are embarrassed about their parents, and sometimes justifiably so. But I would, nevertheless, I want to share with you, our Lord commends our children to honor us and love us. Parents, let's make good parents. Let's make Christian parents. Let us be selfless enough to earn our child's respect. And I want to tell you, it's not just by being selfless, it's also being men and women of your word. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Your children need to know the perimeters. And set them and keep them. And make sure they're reasonable. Amen. I, I get a little excited about this because I'm not excited. I get, I, I'm passionate about this. I want to tell you, Satan's trying to destroy our households, and we don't even realize that God not only commanded parents, but he commanded the children. The second thing in responsibility is to help their parents. Kids, listen to me. God said you are to help your parent. The parents don't do all the work. Man, that'd be a revival across this nation. Wow. Listen, in ancient Israel, household duties were the responsibility of all family members. And let me tell you something else. On Highway 29 in Garvin County, Oklahoma, in the 50s and the 60s, the Brooks household duties called chores were the responsibility of all family members. I was raised on a farm, most of you know. I want to tell you something. Kids, you think you have it tough, you're not going to outmartyr me. No way in this world. I had to milk cows every morning and every night. I had to feed pigs every morning and every night. I had to feed chickens every morning and every night and gather the eggs and change the stuff. I had to pick up pecans. I had to feed the cow. I know what chores are deluxe. And my mom and dad still made me do dishes with my sisters. Look, I thought... Dealing with the pigs and the cows and the chickens in the farm ought to be enough. How many of you know that some parents know some experience and they teach you to get along in all areas of life? Pastor, what do you mean about the whole household or duties? Here's what I mean. Dad, you do your part. Don't you demand of your children that which you cannot and have not done yourself. Mom, you do your part. And here it is, and then you see that the children do their part. I'm going to be very forceful here. If you do not discipline your children to learn to work, you are failing them for their future. 
Well, I just don't think they ought to have to do that. You know what's amazing to me? Parents say, well, I'm going to let my children make their decisions, make their decisions, make their decisions. Then I want to ask you something. Do you let them make that decision when it comes to brushing their teeth or taking a bath? Do you let them do that when it comes time to talk to you? Or do, we could go so many ways here. Well, I just think they ought to make their own decisions. I don't. I think you ought to take your responsibility and teach them right or wrong. You just want to let your child make decisions? Let me tell you something. You're going to answer to God for what you did or did not do when it came time to train your children and raise them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. My wife started giving me the signal, cool it. Okay. I just want to make a statement. I understand I'm in trouble already. I want to tell you something. Children should not rule the house. I don't care if they are 18 or 20. My boys knew this is my house. This is my place. I run this thing. And you can live here as long as you want, and you can do it, but you're going to live here by my rules. And cross them? Well, what's going to happen? You'll see, son, when you make that mistake. You've been forewarned. And moms, please don't tell your kids 17 times, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden bust out. And You know what? You're required to love those babies enough to instruct them. I hear women who all, oh, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And then they get mad and they slap them and stuff. Let me, that, a child resents it. You've taught that child the first five times I say something, I don't mean a thing. But if you'll tell them, I told you, and have a little... Result from that, you'll teach them you mean what you say and say what you mean. And I'm going to tell you something, they will respect you for it. A parent that doesn't keep his word to a child, a child can't respect them. Some of you are with me, some of you are afraid to say a thing. <laughs> I fear today that we have it reversed it seems like to me some homes are ran by the children and not the parents. Pastor, don't you love your children enough? Don't you love your grandchildren enough to provide for them? Yes, I do. Also love them enough to guide them and teach them. And if, if they cross the line, then let them know it. If they cross the line again, there's a dif difference in discipline. <laughs> Children, obey your parents and the Lord. Parents, teach your children respect. Thirdly, it means to obey your parents. Young people, kids, part of growing up is to have parents to give rules and regulations. I just covered some of that. Disciplines and punishment. It is not for you to be miserable. It is for you to learn. I want to share something with you. Parents, 2021, listen, complete freedom destroys children. Life to oneself is destruction, and you need to teach them early. Kids, young people, rules were not made to be broken. They were made to be obeyed so that you can learn that life is not always going to treat you like a newborn. 
You're not always going to be five and seven and 12 and 10. Somewhere you're going to have to grow up, and it's mom and dad's job to do that. You're, they are not your enemies. They are the finest friends you will ever have. Amen. Thirdly, this commandment implies a result. We read Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. But especially, I wanted to share with you one other scripture. I'm going to go. We, we read in Galatians. I want to turn to Deuteronomy. You can just listen. It'll be on the screen. Deuteronomy 5, 16. This is where the commandments were given a second time. Listen at a little change of the wording. Verse 16. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you. Watch this. That your days may be long and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. I want to show you something that's extremely important there. Yes, if you honor your father and mother, it talks about your days being long on the earth. That speaks to the individual. But notice the expression, your days. And it says, it refers to the whole nation of Israel. Listen to this. I don't want you to miss the impact. Children obeying your parents. Not only does it lengthen your life, but it is the secret to the length of the health and the stability of the nation. For the children to respect their parents would result in long life for the nation. You know why? Because children who respect their parents and parents who respect their children and they hold steadfast to the commandments of God's word leads to a godly nation and God will bless that nation. But when you get away from the rules of this book, you offer disappointment and you bring your own judgment upon your nation. History teaches that failure to heed this promise has been the downfall of many nations. Edward, G., Edward A. Gibbon, in a book called Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire, states several reasons for the fall of Rome, including, I'm just going to mention two, the steady increase of sexual immorality, and secondly, the delusion of the Roman home. The scripture instructs us, parents, to bring up our children, but it also instructs our children how to bring up parents. You know what that means? I'm going to close. Generation 2021, 20, the issue is to have a relationship with God and learn to respect your parents and children. Respect your parents, and parents, respect your children. Regard each other as precious treasures. I will tell you this. The Lord has blessed me, and I thank God for his blessings. But the older I get, let me, let me, let me say something else. I, I tried to be a friend to my boys all the time they were at home. But I never backed down on my word. And sometimes we couldn't agree. I know that's never happened anywhere else. There were times when I had to stand firm. 
There were times when I had to be dad and couldn't be a friend. There were times when I had to be a pastor, even to my own children. But I want to share something with you. Through all those times, because I did everything I could to stay with this book and hold its treasures high, now years later, among my best friends in the world are my two sons. I would not trade anything I've ever done for that. I don't know why God blessed me so much with that, but I thank God for it. You say, Pastor, you just happen to be lucky. I don't believe in luck. I believe in following the truth. And I also believe in discipline. I believe in discipline. And I know that's a pretty hard journey for us today. But ladies and gentlemen, God gives us a lot of freedom, but the only people that are truly free are the people that live within the confines of this word. And your children will know freedom if you cause them to live in the confines of this word. Because God will not be slack on his promise. Train a child in the way he should go. After many days, he'll come to. Love one another. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Love one another.